at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Yes, Sunday morning, so two hours as we talk brand communications on the show. Welcome indeed to the show. Uh, 891 that's the call-in number, 34701 is the SMS number. My name is Ashraf Garda, you can tweet to me at Ashraf Garda, all one word. As we talk about some really important issues, we'll talk about transformation in the advertising industry a little bit later on. There was a big walkout a few days ago, we'll certainly cover that. And if you followed the Cremora advert, there's a latest one, almost a soapy type of advert. We'll chat about that, uh, about the... What comes up after it's not inside? We'll talk about that later on too. But for now, let's talk about uh, a very important issue, which is awards. If I just look at the last few days, I mean, I think what was it? The uh, there was an awards function on on Wednesday, Friday night. The BBQ Awards. There was the GQ uh, Business Best Dressed Guy Award. There was a uh, there were a couple more that I can't quite remember. Well, basically, what I'm saying at the moment, there's probably about three or four awards events a week. So the question really is, is you know, who's the real winner when it comes to awards? Do they really work? How do they fit in in terms of brand communications from a from a company point of view from a brand point of view and then individually when you win an award as well as many have done in fact at the at the Vodacom journalist of the year awards as well i think on, on friday or saturday night as well so i've got to, i've got three guests to talk us through all of this victor Lamini, of course who once used to present a literature show on safm is back hi victor good chatting to you once again hi ashraf yeah, good talking to you. We also have Sarah Britton, who is the strategic director for South Africa and Africa at the Lab Store. Hi, Sarah. Good morning, Ashraf. Yeah, good morning. And Catherine Larkin with me in studio is the CEO of uh, CVLC Communications. Catherine, good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, thank you, Ashraf. Good. So all three of you, well, let's get cracking. Victor, I'm going to start with you because having engaged with you over a year, and I've always noticed you are, if there's one constant about your tweeting... Forget about books. It's about, oh my goodness, another awards event. You're not a fan. Tell us why. Well, I think, Ashraf, we've really reached the stage where organizations have three things, a Twitter account, a website, and an awards event. And I think it seems to me that every organization, even the ones that have not achieved anything, are itching to hand out awards to people that deserve don't deserve them handed out by people that are unqualified. So it's um, it, it, it's really a bugbear of mine because I think that in a sense, the real winners, you ask the question, the real winners of these events are the organizers and, and the owners of the, of, of the events. So in my view, what they are, they are just marketing uh, by other means and uh, they, they really are a huge problem because, as you say, on some days in Johannesburg, on its own, forget Cape Town, Deben, and PE, and all the other towns after, you can find that there are four awards events. And and I think that there is a huge problem with their proliferation because so much money is squandered on events. And uh, sometimes I go to... uh, I, I go through the timeline of people and you hear that there are, for example, literary awards. Mm-hmm. And you ask yourself how much money went into organizing them, into paying for the venue, the flowers, the food. And you think to yourself, if a check was sent out uh, to the writers to write a novel instead of being squandered on a gala dinner, perhaps we could get more books out there. You know, So I, 
it, it, my objection to them is not frivolous. It's simply because just so much money is being squandered on athletic events. Mm, mm, mm. That, 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 All right. Quite frankly, I think it's irresponsible. Okay, so so I think your initial point that yes, the event organizers or those that conceptualize a, a, a awards event may well be the big winners and maybe maybe well done to them for, for thinking about that in the first place but um, you would agree as well that as they win the recipient also does win isn't it victor no not at all i mean i think that you know there's something quite seriously problematic about i mean so take sports events i remember two years ago um soccer football had done really badly in fact awful and the the sports uh, the big sports awards of the year went to Kune and the issue was that people had voted for him so in that instance who was the real winner was it the mobile operators that run those things or was it sports itself so I, I, I don't see the I, I don't see the coherence at all I think there's just there is more to it I mean, clearly, it's a, it's a very smart business idea, which is why so many people are doing them. But it's the it's it's the winning part that I have a problem with. Okay, but you see, maybe but maybe that needs say, maybe know. maybe that needs revision to to sort of dismiss it completely. Is what some may say. Come on, that can't be the case. The fact that they so they they proliferate is because there's such a big demand. In fact, there's a big appetite for all of that. Well, that's what we're talking about. Now, what about your thoughts as a as a listener? As per usual, I can't take many calls. So two, three quick calls. If you have strong views on this issue, please do so. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. Sarah Britton, what what are, what are your thoughts? I, I was listening to, to Victor's comments there and, and, and smiling and nodding. And, and, and yes, I do agree that many awards are marketing in just another form. But I think it's important to draw distinction between awards that have huge credibility, a long track record, and help define an industry, uh, and awards that are much more aimed at, 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 at things like fashion or, you know, I think there's a difference between, say, the Lurie's, for example, which um, helps define the industry, which is a non-profit company, um, and which is the focal point of a year for the advertising industry, and other award ceremonies which seem to pop up and, you know, are you the best-dressed celebrity in Phantom this week mm -hmm. type thing. And, and those awards, I, I, I tend to regard them as, yes, they're, they're an excuse to put together an event. And, and my sense is that, uh, you know, companies or sponsors or, or media outlets have a need for an event. So instead of just putting together an event, let's turn it into a award, let's, because that's the, that's the way we're going to get all the influences there. So it tends to be um, a, a feedback loop where you need people to publicize your event. If, in order to get them there, there's got to be something in it for them. And I tend to take those kinds of awards with a pinch of salt. Okay, and my so question would be, you know, do they, do they give a for that media channel? Do they encourage more advertising? Do they enhance your brand reputation? Do they offer you an opportunity to connect with the people you need to connect to? Okay, so, so it's a bit of yes in some cases and, and no in, in others, right? So my third guest is Catherine Larkin, who's the CEO of uh, CV, CVLC Communications. Now, Catherine, of course, you guys are involved in, in what, managing, conceptualizing some awards, many awards? Yes, Ashraf, the two biggest awards that we are involved in is the PRISM Awards, which recognize excellence in the PR and communication industry, and also the Green Supply Chain Awards, which mm -hmm. recognize innovation and excellence um, in the supply chain. 
But I must say that I disagree with uh, Victor. Awards are not only about celebrating success, but they're also an excellent opportunity to learn. You know, if you can't recognize success, you can't learn from it. And if you cannot recognize failure, you can't correct it. And these are what the awards are about. You know, benchmarking yourselves against the competition, seeing where you can improve and seeing what you've actually done right. And I think when we look at the PRISM Awards, um, if people question, are they a waste of time? I think the numbers actually speak for themselves. We are now in our 18th year of awards and the number of entries and the number of entrants are growing year on year because I I think that people are realizing and companies are realizing that it's almost a business imperative to participate in awards because often what happens these days is that where you have two consultancies pitched against each other for new business, the deciding factor is very often what awards have they won? Because that gives you that instant um, advantage against your So so that's interesting and, and, and I think that that's an important point that ultimately whoever's come up with ideas, I mean we could we could win awards today, you know, who's got the nicest voice on air on a Sunday morning and, and if nobody cares about that award, nobody would, would participate. So ultimately the fact that you have largely so many people in different industries participating in this award shows there's there's a serious appetite, there's a marketing opportunity for that. Now that the point that of course Victor's not happy with it, the point that others may say, that type of creativity is clearly what the country needs, isn't it, Catherine? That means being creative in time, in terms of generating new business, in terms of generating new ideas, in terms of creating talkability around your your industry. With what, what's, I mean, that, that that's 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 the angle you would take, right? Absolutely, and I think those companies that benefit the most are those that leverage their winnings, and uh, it creates instant credibility for your agency. But it has, has far more benefits. It creates teams inspired and motivated teams we've even had companies who's who've been approached after the awards to be bought um, it attracts new talent to your business it, it enables you to benchmark yourselves against other companies so it has really a lot of spinners but it's up to the award winners to really go out there and promote their their winnings to but, the industry but it still goes back to whether they should participate in the first place that's that's why i go back to victor Dlamini. victor is is there is there any redeeming feature of awards at all? Well, well, I think, Ashraf, let me just start and I say, you know, sometimes I think that awards, award events are nothing but disguised comedy. I mean, I, I looked early this year <laughs> or midway this year when you, we had the NN7 South African of the Year Award. Now, yeah. I couldn't help but think just a year before people had been laughing at every NN7 mistake and now... On that evening, they were dressed to the nines for the South African of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. And I don't think ANN7 was in any place to be telling us who the South African of the Year Award of the Year is because they should really be still establishing themselves, making sure that they know what they are doing and all that. But that's really the awards humor. I, I, I think we've really reached the stage where they are just marketing. If you look at, at the panel that was there, it tells you very clearly and and they are not the only one i mean you know uh city press has got its hundred great south africans these, these things are money spinners and i think for me it's 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 really the problem that i have with them you know it's it's i understand they that shallowly they are very good for brands and i and mm. and, and i agree with what 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 the other people are saying you know that there is that 
selfish initiative but it's when it's when gullible young people out there sit there and say wow this is an award-winning person you know meanwhile there is a very shallow basis for this thing but so you see let, let's I, take the let's take the ann7 example i mean the, the point you made about about the launch is valid they certainly settled down as a, as, a, as a channel, and I'm not going to debate the merits of the channel. If they then are able to, you know, one year later, rope in whatever, 20, 30, 40 judges across the industries are willing to lend their names and their intellect to an award, isn't that, uh, in many ways, a, a tribute to ANN7? They were able to convince yeah, others, which, which in, the, I, in many I ways am, is the essence of business. I am saying that if, if there was a moment of humor, it's just that, you know, really that you 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 are barely one year old you haven't even uh, had your first audited results but you're already presenting um that you know and and, it, and it's many many organizations that start with an award a ceremony that that's really my my problem with them you know that i think you know if people run their organizations and all that and perhaps at some time say oh, gee we've been running this for 10 years we have a track record of excellence or whatever who do we consider awards no what do they do they start with them Okay, but, but that's a strategic decision that they've, they've taken, right? You also made the point that you understand it's good for the brands. Is it, isn't that the issue there? If it's good for a brand to come on board and perhaps sponsor an event, uh, and, and you know you've been involved in the helm of, of event management companies yourself, isn't that the issue? So if brands see merit in lending their name and their money to an event and you are able to put an event together, then, then you've clearly filled a need. Well, yes, Ashraf, you know, but that's that's an entirely different matter. I don't think that's a matter of achievement. That's why I started by saying that it's just marketing by other means. I mean, I have gone to restaurants which are really murky and terrible. And if you look, there's a plaque on the wall that say employee of the month. And you wonder if this restaurant looks like this, how is there an employee of the month? That's really where I'm criticizing them. You know? okay. I'm not saying people don't issue awards and obviously defend them. I'm just saying when one looks much deeper than shallow brand communication, you know, there is clearly something that needs to be fixed. And I think that as you yourself say, you know, uh, you 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 you've seen how, how 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 controversial many of them are simply because it's friends getting together with friends to hand out awards to friends. You know, I, I don't think I'm the only one who has a problem with them. I think those who host so many of them do need to sit down and ask themselves, is there, why is there such a glut of this thing, if they mean anything at all? I, th I think that's a key issue. Should they, should we have awards or not, number one? And if the answer is yes, then should we have a glut of awards as, as the type that we have right now? Now, if you can SMS, I'm happy to take those SMSs, 34701. Some tweets, Brian Kamala saying award functions are just a waste of money. They are too many people who are unemployed let the let these big companies create jobs Naki brown saying awards unlock potential which fuels passion propelling the winners and losers uh, to want to do better and, and beat the standard so i'll go back into sarah britain one of my three guests sarah is a strategic director at um, uh, for South Africa and Africa at, at the lab store. Sarah, the point you made earlier that, that certain awards are, are fine, do you agree that there is a, there's a glut? That means if there's 100 awards, we could probably cut it down to 20 and, and, still, um, and still be effective in the industry? Or is it the flip side, which is that we are a country encouraging entrepreneurship, and if people identify gaps in the market and they fill the gaps, so be it. Well, it, it, 
had just occurred to me that, hey, maybe this is the solution to South Africa's unemployment problem. We could have an award ceremony every day of the year and, and honor something. And, and, you know, there would be jobs for waiters and AV and venue hire and all of that. And I think Victor does raise some very good points about how a proliferation of awards, in, in, in my view, does lead to the undermining of the premise on which they're based. And I think most of us would prefer to see fewer, more credible awards. And we do have situations where, in, in my industry, advertising, at, at one point, there, given point, there are, um, I think, two advertising agencies of the year mm-hmm. awarded by competing um, award shows, which leads to a lot of confusion and undermines both of them. So, so, so which ones are we talking about? Are we talking Lurie's? And I think what? there was, um, no, Ad Focus and, okay. um, yeah, and, and, and the other advertising award shows. Um, and, and that's where agencies are awarded. And, and for years we had this confusing situation where there were two different advertising agencies of the year. And, uh, you know, which, which one was the most credible? So, uh, it does lead to things like that. But, but Victor also, uh, raised an interesting point about ANN7, which, and awards shows often the quickest route to credibility for um, an organization or an individual that maybe has a cloud hanging over them. And I'm, I'm thinking back to Brett Kibble, who mm-hmm. um, was very controversial, had lots of question marks hanging over him. What did he do? He created an arts award, a very valuable one, instant credibility. Um, and he did it in a sphere that, you know, art is very different from, you know, the, the world of mining and business and, and dodgy deals. So, yes, awards can have that function of papering over um, dodginess. They are a PR function, after all, and I think that the fact that they are useful for PR is why we're seeing so many of them. Uh, you know, people have events budgets. It just puts a layer of awards over it, and that way we'll get more interest, and then somebody can put a plaque on their wall and be happy. What does it actually mean? I, th- I think Victor has raised some good questions there. Okay, the, the issue of PR, I think, is very important. Car- Catherine uh, Larkin is very much in that in that space. She's the CEO of uh, CVLC Communications. Do, do you think, Catherine, there's, there's a glut? That means if if we agree with your general point that the awards need to happen, but do you agree there are there are far too many, and many of them lack credibility? And, and you can mention names, of course. Ashraf, I think there's a very big difference between awards that are organised for a commercial purpose versus awards that are organized by associations or sector-based organizations, such as the PRISM Awards. So I think those organizations that work with multiple stakeholders that are committed to excellence are those ones that will survive in the end versus those that are set up by a company or an organization that um, is not representative of of their industry. Okay, so that's important. So you're suggesting that, okay, PR, Prism is PR, the PR industry. Yes. If they have their own awards, that's fine. But if I decide I want to have my own PR awards tomorrow, that's no good. No, because I don't think you have that diversity of stakeholder input or the expertise um, needed to judge objectively and, and fairly. Well, you see, the objectivity will come in by getting the judges, which is the point yes. that Victor Lamini was saying. Victor, would you agree with that, in fact, that let, let these awards then, you know, have them industry-controlled and industry-owned as opposed to just you and I coming up with awards every day? Well, I don't know if it solves the problem. I mean, Barack Obama was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, you know, peace, 
you know. And I mean, it's, it's clearly a hoax, you know. So I, 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 I think there's just an inherent flaw in, in, in awards, you know. They, they, they often disguise the politics you know of, of 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 people i mean if you look at how some people will be it becomes in fashion almost like a, a question of who who is who is the most popular and credible person at this point and can we hitch their our award to their credibility so i think you've seen for example the public protector starts to win so many of these awards and at some point you have to wonder how, what impact does it have on these um, awards where you know they, they, they is just this one person that is picking up all of them and i i sometimes think that you know there are some offices that should turn down awards and i think something like the public protector for example should not be picking up our the, some of these awards and and certainly i would be surprised you know if say organizations like the IEC and all the chapter nine institutions which are charged with uh, you know enhancing our constitutional democracy sometimes i think you know the boards or people who run them should be saying hey wait a minute you know should we be accepting these awards but there's just this extreme enthusiasm to just accept awards here and there and mm. i understand the point that there is a huge difference between people just randomly putting up awards and organizations but even there where associations put them together they, there is a better level of criteria but there is still the issue of subjectivity which is a huge problem which ultimately will be the case i mean you're quite right uh saying uh Ashraf, the guy criticizing the awards is on point referring to victor lamini of course uh bill kish saying Ashraf, awards are great we must strive to be a collective bunch of winners and um, Z saying uh, Minister <laughs> Raz Mata celebrates before winning, so did President Obama with a peace award before peace. Maybe in future the awards would at last be meaningful. You see, that's another point. Some people talk about awards being aspirational, where they hope you'll be inspired by that, as opposed to reflecting exactly what, what, what's happened. Catherine, I mean, the, the point that, that Victor made now, which I think is very interesting, some awards, and I think he's talking about the public protective, it's a very interesting one, winning the ANN 7 award is, is I think, South African of the Year. At some stage, in certain institutions, you need to say, we don't want your awards. Yes, I think one needs to be um, consistent, and there are criteria for each award. And although certain people have very um, high profiles, it's often not appropriate to present them with the awards if they don't follow those criteria or meet those criteria. Um, I think sometimes, though, some organizations like to award, award those um, awards because it boosts their image, but it's not always appropriate. There are criteria, and those need to be met, in my view. And if and they're not met, they're not worthy winners. And as we're talking, I think every one of us, including myself, have either judged or received awards. I wonder whether we're having a rethink on this one. Victor, what, what about yourself? Have, have you have you won an award? And have you won an award or, or more? And, and and how have you responded? I I have been selected uh, for awards and uh, won a few myself, and uh, I I stopped accepting you know inclusion in those lists you know when when my thinking on them evolved so the last time i participated there was in, in them was in 2008 i now turned down every invitation to 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 them simply because i think they, they there's a huge problem with them but 
it, it's really a personal decision, and I think that each of us arrive at these things with, um, you know, with, with our experience. But I think one point that I would like to make is, so, you know, there are some institutions, imagine the judiciary, you know, the, the, the role that it plays. I think it's inappropriate, for example, uh, for some organizations to hand out awards to the chief justice. And I think my sense is that, you know, sure enough, people can organize awards, but it's also important for a much more robust critique of their appropriateness to develop. Right now, there is what I call the awards cool aid. People just excited. They get to dress up nicely, eat nice food, and hear (laughs) speeches from the winners. And it's a huge problem. Now I know why I haven't seen you at many of those functions, Victor. Lifestyle saying it has been used by corporates to generate a quick cash now where there is no value at all. Uh, Molebati saying we obviously cannot take the blanket approach and say all awards are irrelevant and thus should be celebrated. Some are just a pure waste of time and resources. Nevertheless, in as far as awards being celebrated, recognized and celebrates the triumph of the human spirit against extreme odds, that may have been regarded as impossible to overcome. And the celebration and recognition becomes very relevant as it serves uh, two purposes. I won't read the whole lot of it. Right, we've got about a minute to go. I'm going to wrap up. Sarah Britton, that point, that when awards are judged correctly for the right reasons and people win and they serve to be highly, you know, aspirational and inspirational, is, is there anything wrong with that? No, nothing at all. And, uh, you know, my agency, LabStore, one of our key ambitions for the next year is to enter awards. Awards are important to us. We we might do shopper marketing, which is often seen as less glamorous, but we care a lot about doing innovative, exciting work that's relevant to brands. So awards help inspire us to do that, and I love them from that point of view. Okay. And uh, Catherine, just your final thoughts, 30 seconds. I think that awards are an excellent opportunity that uh, companies need to take advantage of. It gives you an opportunity to benchmark yourselves against others. You know, are you really as good as you think you are? How can you improve? And also to use your winnings to get new business. Um, reassure your existing clients that you are as good as you believe okay. you are. In fact, I'm going to leave that thought for another time to say, does awards actually get you new business, uh, which some may say absolutely. Victor Lamini, 30 seconds, your, your final thought on this issue. I think like salt, awards should be used uh, sparingly and uh, it's, it's, it's when they are used with recklessness that there is a problem. So, you know, I, I, I really, my problem is really the glut. I, I, I love to see people well-dressed and having fun, but I think we should also take them with a sense of humor. And speaking from a well-dressed person himself, that's Victor Lamini. I think uh, you ought to know what you're saying. When I have thought from now on, I will certainly think about you. Victor Lamini, thanks for your time. Sarah Britton, appreciate your input once again. Catherine Larkin, thank you so much for your time. It's a fascinating one. So give me your thoughts. We can take it further. So do awards, in fact, that assist in in getting new business, which is maybe the separate part of it. Give me your thoughts. Ashraf at safm.coza with my email. But you can tweet even now. That's uh, Ashraf Garda. And you can post comments on the SFM Radio Facebook page.